Welcome to Stories from the Midland, a collection of historic tales from Teller County and the surrounding areas. Today's story is about the entertainment available in the Cripple Creek District during its heyday. This podcast was written by Trevor Phipps and is being presented for you by Tommy Allen. Following Bob Womack's discovery of gold near Cripple Creek in the 1890s, tens of thousands of people flooded into the area looking to strike their own fortune. As the district grew in population and affluence, more was needed than just mining-related activities. So the area also blossomed into a place that offered a unique social scene. Cripple Creek had much to offer in shopping and entertainment. At the time, the city was the happening spot for the entirety of Colorado. If you lived in other parts of the state and were interested in the best shopping or a night out on the town, your best bet would be to book a trip on the train to Cripple Creek. Here you could find many things that you couldn't purchase elsewhere. In the market square, one could purchase anything from fresh fish to a brand new grand piano. The district also offered the best lines of new fashion clothes and had famous department stores that couldn't be found within hundreds of miles. And don't forget about the exciting nightlife and wide variety of entertainment. The district had three opera houses, two in Cripple Creek and one in Victor. All three were built to entertain up to 1,200 people. They provided many options for entertainment. Among them were many other venues for smaller stage and theater and for a variety of outdoor entertainment ranging from amphitheaters to baseball parks to horse racing arenas. In the small district town of Cameron, the Woods Brothers, the major investors that developed the booming town of Victor, wanted to build a place that offered a cleaner and more family-oriented type of entertainment for the miners. The brothers decided to build a huge amusement park and zoo. The idea was to get the miners out of the saloons, gambling halls, and brothels and into a place where they could have family-friendly fun on their days off. Pinnacle Park, perhaps named for the infamous gold-producing Pinnacle Mine, featured a large variety of entertainment geared towards the whole family. A 1900s miner could bring his family or come alone to enjoy the many things on offer. The park featured a carousel and many other rides for younger crowds. The gigantic property also featured a large outdoor dance pavilion that was big enough for over 1,000 couples to dance the day away in the Colorado sunlight while enjoying the sounds of a local or traveling live band. And it featured a large zoo that housed a healthy collection of local wildlife and more exotic animals. Of course, it housed the normal collection of animals in cages, but also offered a unique setting where the local wildlife could be seen inside replicas of their natural habitat. Think of large, fenced-in areas where miners and their families could view native deer grazing the land or mountain lions playfully fighting each other. Among the natural habitat exhibits was a unique replica bear cave built with shovels and rocks to reproduce the natural caves bears would live in. Over time, land the town of Cameron once thrived on became the property of the Cripple Creek and Victor Gold Mining Company. The CCNV mine and the city of Cripple Creek have joined forces and provided a smaller version of these well-known bear caves for the viewing of the public at the Cripple Creek District Museum. 
Since the district was such a hot spot during its peak, it was the host to many other forms of popular entertainment. The old-time newspapers contained many advertisements and bulletins in the events section that depict the many different distractions available in the Cripple Creek District. Being a hot spot in the whole region during the era, just about every type of show was available. Everything imaginable that was popular made its way through. The opera houses and the smaller theaters were the host of many plays and dance performances, some of which were quite controversial. One popular performer was Chiquita, a little person that sang and danced and entertained the spectators of Cripple Creek. The town also had its own orchestra called the Cripple Creek Band that played many shows around the district. During the late 1800s and early 1900s, Cripple Creek's striving red light district was the host of not only the usual variety of saloons, gambling halls, and brothels, but a large amount of people claiming to be mediums or psychics. Most of the mediums advertised their unique ability to read minds through palms, tarot cards, or crystal balls. The main purpose a clairvoyant would serve back then was to give information to where the gold was to be found and which areas investors should place their money in. Some also advertised love finding and lost love finding services. In addition to the many shacks and offices that housed professional mediums, the district would host large performances of comic mind readers and hypnotists. Anything unusual and out of the ordinary turned into entertainment during the gold boom times. And of course, on the seedier side, one could find the world-renowned Myers Avenue, also known as Cripple Creek's Red Light District, with its infamous high-dollar brothels. Another popular event that entertained old-day miners and their families was public fighting. Whether the match was gloved or bare-knuckled, many Cripple Creekers certainly enjoyed the sights of grown men pounding each other down. A modern-day restaurant in the Midnight Rose Casino in Cripple Creek is named Dynamite Dicks after the nickname given to a famous and successful bare-knuckle boxer that reigned for years in the gold boom towns. One news article from around 1900 advertised a world-famous wrestler, or wrestler that made an appearance at Cripple Creek City Park for a promotional meet-and-greet event while he was traveling the country. Now, while indoor events were more popular as they could be enjoyed year-round without suffering the cold weather, the district did have many famous outdoor events and venues. The outdoor activities mainly consisted of ice skating and hockey in the winter and baseball in the summer. Victor remains to be the home of the historic Goldfield Baseball Facility that has provided the town with a baseball-slash-softball playing area for over a hundred years. During the peak time of the mining district, baseball was the most popular sport in the U.S. At one time, Gillette was the host of a minor league baseball team, but it only lasted a few years. Also in Gillette, two district promoters decided to have the country's first legal bullfight and built a large arena specifically for the event. But they failed to get bulls imported from Mexico like they'd promised and ended up being stuck with local steers. 
The Colorado Bulls were not as aggressive as their Mexican relatives, and the highly promoted event turned out to be a failure. Not only did the show fail to attract a large crowd or entertain the crowd they had, the two gentlemen responsible for the event were thrown in jail on animal cruelty charges. After the bullfighting idea failed, the arena was then turned into a horse racing track that added to the gaming activities that were available, but not necessarily legal, in the area. When the Cripple Creek Mining District boomed, the desolate area filled with many people very quickly. As a result, many businessmen and entrepreneurs leapt at the chance to profit from entertaining the miners and others that flocked to an area that was 10 years previously barely even a town. These intelligent business owners used the entertainment industry to turn Cripple Creek, Colorado into the place to go in the entire region. Thank you for listening. This is Tommy Allen, and on behalf of Trevor Phipps, have a great day. And if you find yourself with a great entrepreneurial entertainment idea, make sure it won't land you in jail. We look forward to having you join us next time for more Stories from the Midland. Also in Gillette, two district promoters decided to have the first... Gosh darn it. Also in Gillette, two... Also in Gillette, two district promoters decided to have the country's first legal bullfight. Also in Gillette, the... Also in Gillette...